Okay. Hello. Hi. Hi. We're so behind. We are very behind, but we've been watching a lot of TV. Have we? Yes. I feel we like have. we've just been meeting people. <laughs> and Hello. Planning a wedding. Hi. Who are you? I'm Fernando. Who are you? I'm Leslie. And this is the Working for the Mandroid podcast, episode 27. It is 27, right? I just put that on the show notes. I believe but so. I wasn't sure. I believe so. I, that's what we're going with. That's our story, okay. and we're sticking to it. And it is February the 1st, and we're just now getting around to our what are we looking forward to this year well, episode. I think actually this makes a lot of sense because. Mm-hmm. Now's January is kind of a slow month. There aren't very many big releases in January, or and seasons tend not to start for television shows unless they're like mid-season or in the middle of stuff. Well, the three three of the shows I was most looking forward to that I know about in 2016 have already started. That would be The Magicians, Lucifer, and of course, Agent Carter. Yes, of course, Agent Carter. But we're not just going to talk about tv in fact i think um we'll we'll give it a go with movies first and then do tv last and you can do books in the middle okay that works so okay. should we go in order of release date uh yeah yeah and you pick some movies on here that i i chose as well so we'll probably go back and forth um just on our thoughts overall because i think we have a lot of the same list um there are no particular order um, except the movies we're doing in release order. So I think I have the first one, which is a movie that comes out on Netflix, yeah. of all things, on February 26th. It's Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, Sword, Destiny. It doesn't get a theatrical release, does it? I don't know. I just know Netflix is doing it. And I really enjoyed the first one. Um, I remember watching it at like 2 a.m. with one of my friends in school, and um, he hated it because subtitles, so he couldn't follow the story, but then at the same time, he liked it because ninjas. Sword fighting, lots of ninjas. And I liked it because of story and ninjas. Yeah, it's a, it's a fun, fun movie. So I'm really curious what they're going to do now, what it's been 15 years later, and... Um, I think it's going to follow the ladies from the original movie. Don't quote me on that. I could be wrong. But I'm looking forward to seeing what they do (laughs) in that universe. Nice. Um, The first movie, and and it's funny that our first movies aren't the same, but some of our later movies are almost pretty much identical. I don't know anything about your first movie. Ten Cloverfield? I only know that it is in... Okay, so the first movie that I have is Ten Cloverfield Lane which had its debut trailer sometime last week and it came out of nowhere it's complete completely done and it was actually filming under a different name and the director is dan trachtenberg somebody who i used to follow as far as podcast goes um and listen to his his uh, totally rad show podcast but 10 cloverfield lane is in the same universe as Cloverfield, the the J.J. Abrams mystery movie, which actually wasn't directed by J.J. Abrams. Cloverfield wasn't? No. I had no idea. Yeah. I think it's actually directed by somebody else, and so, but he's credited with it. Okay. And so, uh, when I saw the trailer, it made me really interested for this movie, um, because it, it's, it looks like it takes place in a bunker, 
and it might just be like a character piece between these three people and if a couple of them are held against their will. I'm, it, I'm really looking forward to this. Uh, more and more, not just because of the director, because I used to follow the director on uh, and listen to his podcast, but uh, because I enjoyed Cloverfield the movie, so an expansion to that universe will be very interesting for me. It made me a little nauseous, so I'm hoping this has a lot less shaky cam. Mm. But I also haven't seen the trailers, so I don't know anything about it. Um, my next movie, and I'm glad I get to say the title of it. Um, I am not looking forward to Batman v Superman: Dawn of Who Is Paying the Insurance Premium for All This Destruction. <laughs> I am excited about Wonder Woman finally being on a movie screen. I'm sad that this is how I'm going to get her, but yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe this movie will be good. I am not holding my breath. I'm not going into a cone of silence as I have and with other like Marvel movies, which means, as with everybody else who's seen the trailers, I know more or less the entire movie already. Yeah. Um, I have Batman v Superman Dawn for clean dishes. <laughs> uh, also on my number two list. And I am extremely scared for what they're going to do to this movie I, I think that not so much from the Batman side because I actually have a little more confidence in Ben Affleck than I do in in Henry Cavill um, he He's was so cardboard he was okay as Superman the first time around but now we'll see how he actually lives in it and hopefully um, this movie is well written and has some decent dialogue and isn't just a bunch of blow up at stuff because if it is then I have a bad feeling that uh, it may take other things down with it um, it won't be Wonder Woman because Wonder Woman is in production so I don't think that they will halt production of Wonder Woman simply if this movie doesn't do well I think they will continue with Wonder Woman and probably also continue with several other things they just might not let Batfleck have his own movie oh I, Batman Batman Ben Affleck will still get his Batman movie. I just think it might end up pushing Justice League out of the way or they'll have to maybe retool some things and try it out. Um, yeah. My next one comes out in April and it is The Huntsman Winter's War. I was shocked to see this on your list. So, the best part of um, Snow White and the Huntsman? Yes. Shirley the Theron yes. as the evil queen. The worst part... Kristen Stewart. Kristen as, Stewart isn't in it. And she's not in this. The evil queen is. And they've tossed in some more awesome lady types yeah. uh, as well. They have Jessica Chastain playing a female hunter. Interesting. That's going to pair up with... Jessica Chastain. Is she the one from Jurassic World? No. No. <laughs> that's Bryce Dallas Howard. <laughs> and then Emily Blunt is going to play uh, Charlize Theron's sister. So she's also an evil queen. Interesting. So you got three lady types who are all very good actresses. And then you got Thor in there too. Chris Hemsworth playing the Huntsman. Um, fun, fun show. So fun, fun um, I just saw some of the, the character designs and things like that. And it looked really cool. And... I thought Snow White and the Huntsman could have been good if it had just been about the evil queen and not Snow White. So, My my next movie is The Jungle Book. 
Really? Yes. I was surprised you had that one on there. And I am excited for The Jungle Book because it's been a while since they've tried. They've tried some campy live action, but this is going to be live action in CG. And from what I can tell, the CG looks really, really good. And uh, this comes from... Uh, oh, I'm trying to remember the director who did Iron Man. Um, John Favreau. Yes, John Favreau is directing this, and he typically does a good job with action, and this looks like it may actually be a fun watch. And so... Um, well, you have... A lot of really great voice actors. Idris Elba as Sher Khan. Yeah. Um, Scarlett Johansson as Ka. Isn't that the snake? Mm-hmm. Um, but she also has a very raspy voice. Lupita Nyong'o is Raksha. I don't know who that is. Bill Murray as Baloo. <laughs> is Baloo gonna sing? Maybe. I I can't. I get this one confused with the one that Benedict Cumberbatch is doing because they're doing. There's two different Jungle Book movies. Um, ben Kingsley as Bagheera, so the Panther, and then other characters I've never heard of. Yeah. So um, I think that'll be. I think it'll be a fun watch. Um, yeah, and excited for that. And the next movie we both have on our list is dun, 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 Captain America Civil War. The fight for who gets to give Bucky cookies. Yes. Um, because I, everyone should just give Bucky hugs and cookies. I this When I saw the, tra- the trailers for this, it started to make me a little wary because they they're trying to pack so much into it and normally that's not a good thing for a superhero movie but if anybody can pull it off it's the Russo brothers they did a really good job with Civil Captain America um, the Winter Soldier and so um, they all they're also helming Civil War and then after this they're going to go straight into doing Infinity Wars part one and two so it will be kind of the catalyst for that I just hope that Iron Man doesn't steal the thunder still the thunder i want more falcon i want more bucky i want more black widow iron man go away <laughs> you're, you're fine in your own movies don't don't take my captain america ensemble and chris evans is fine too but <laughs> i i like i like the other three that they i want them to have like a, a team up Their movie team up. that's them being snarky to one another it would be awesome but i'm also this is going to be our first time seeing Black Panther and um, the new Spider-Man's apparently going to do some flippy do stuff. So I'm I'm going into it. You're hearing it now. I've gone into a cone of silence for this one. <laughs> I'm really it's, upset that like posters and stuff are telling me who's on whose side. It's like I I don't want to know. Yeah. I want to be surprised. Let me be surprised, movie people. Yeah, but. Um, all they had to do was say Captain America Civil War, and that would have been enough. I, I don't know why they feel the need to overly saturate the marketing for for this movie. And, and it doesn't need it. It really doesn't. In the same way that Star Wars didn't need that oversaturation for a while. It was just Star Wars all the time, and it didn't need that. Yeah. I just, I don't want to know. I want to go see the movie and be surprised and happy. And the next one, I think, is on both our lists yes. on May 27th, yep. is X-Men Apocalypse. A pair of clips. Um, 
This is either going to be a disaster or fantastic. I I can't decide if it's which because it takes place in the eighties. It does that it does it, which is the height of X Men the animated series, which was a fun watch for me growing up. Um, so if this kind of strikes that same tone uh, of the team and of the X Men in this eighties genre, I think it'll be fantastic. Um, it's got Oscar Isaac as Apocalypse. I just hope that they cleaned up his get up. They did. The bits we saw at Comic Con, and then I think even the first trailer, his, his get up looked a little janky. And it, I think part of that is because of the lighting in the scenes that he's in. They've since kind of shown some other pictures of him, and he, and he looks, it looks fine. Um, and at the end of the day, the, um, the director does a fairly good job of kind of reining that in because it's still now I can't remember his name it's the same guy who did the Days of Future Past you can't see this but I'm shrugging and giving Fernando a face light why would I know that <laughs> um, <laughs> I can look it up he did su- he did the Superman Returns um, and as you look that up yeah you look up Days of Future Past oh okay there it is it was Brian Singer. Brian Singer, yes. That name would not come to me. Oh, you should have said the guy who did the original ones. I would have known. I didn't okay. realize yeah, he, did he came back stuff. for it. Mm-hmm. And he's also in charge of this, so I trust him. He's done a good job with the movies that he's had. And so this, I think this will be fun. As long as it's not Wolverine. Yes. <laughs> we, we divert a, l- a little bit. In the next one, I I'm a little disappointed. You don't have the next one. No, absolutely not. The oh. fact that they're bringing back Ghostbusters is. But I'm so excited, Lady Ghostbusters. No, I, I, it, I think they're shoehorning this in into something that it it. You could have still done something similar to this and not use Ghostbusters, um, rehashing. Uh, just the branding for the sake of re- rehashing the branding doesn't in fact the only thing it does it can do is possibly ruin something it can rekindle some things granted um, but I, I I would have preferred a different comedy avenue for the actresses that are involved in Ghostbusters but if they had done a group of ladies fighting ghosts and didn't call it Ghostbusters I would be like oh they're just trying to be Ghostbusters This way, yes, they're trying to be Ghostbusters. That's why it's called Ghostbusters. Yeah, but if it strikes a different tone and if it's smart about what it does, then people won't care. Um, Yeah. I like the the character shots they've given out. We haven't really seen any uh, Melissa McCarthy movies before, um, but I like Kate McKenna. What I've seen of her on SNL, she's really funny. Mm-hmm. She's pretty much the only reason to watch SNL right now. Um, so I am looking forward to funny ladies fighting ghosts. The next movie I have, which may make me eat my words, I'm at my position in the last movie, uh-huh. is, is yeah. uh, Independence Day Insurgents. Because we needed another one of those. <laughs> yeah, Independence Day was one of those movies that everybody went to go see. It was a fun 4th of July movie during the summer. If they can recapture that, I think that will be a lot of fun. It's not going to have Will Smith in it. And so 
it'll be interesting to see if they can still keep the levity and the action for which Will Smith is typically good at in his movies. And as with the original Independence Day, I will see it once and then never think about it ever again. Possibly. <laughs> it's not... It, it's, yeah, I just an exploding movie with no yeah, other benefit. That's absolutely, that's absolutely exactly what it is. It, it is an action movie for the sake of an action movie. Um, then, oh. The revenge of the aliens, essentially. If they beat them with another virus that they upload. A computer virus from a Mac that, yeah. Yeah, I just, no. Even when I was a child, I thought, that... That doesn't seem like it should work. <laughs> but they're aliens, and they flew really far away, and our and some little virus killed that, no. Hmm. Next one, more space, more aliens. Star Trek Beyond, July 22nd. As long as it's a little less... Fast and Furious as the trailer. The trailers, they cut it yeah. so it looked like Fast and Furious in space. This and the is... directors and Simon Pegg, who wrote it, is all like, no, that's not this movie. This is written by um, Simon, Pegg. Simon Pegg. And I think that it should be an interesting kind of end cap to that trilogy, if we think of that as a trilogy. I don't know if the actors will be back for another movie, but I, I'm hoping that they do it right so that it is in fact very trilogy-esque as long as there's lots of bones then it'll be doing it right you mean dr mccoy isn't his name bones that's not his name they call him bones but his name is mccoy he's my favorite okay and the little russian boy who goes victor 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 Oh, okay. The next one I had not heard of. And... I hadn't either. I, so I was on io9. They do the best lists, io9 does. And they had a list of all the science fiction movies and fantasy movies coming out this year. And on it was a movie called The Space Between Us, which comes out July 29th. And it stars uh, Aza Butterfield, who was Ender in Ender's Game, and Britt Robertson, who was in Tomorrowland. And they're playing... Um, a boy and a girl one lives on earth and the other is from mars and they fall in love online and um the boy the one on mars apparently is the first ever human born on mars and he's like a government secret mm. so um it's probably gonna be like a YA romantic slightly actiony maybe actiony i don't know but it's just the permits sounded fun there's a human boy on Mars, and he's a big secret, and somebody finds out about him, and it's probably going to be super cheesy and lame, but I like A's of Butterfield. Yep. So, I'm I'm interested. That did sound interesting when I read the synopsis that you that you uh, put in the notes. Can um, Can I do another one? Cause I well, yeah, because... Um, you're running low. Yeah. Um, another one that I found on that io9 list that I didn't know was happening is Kubo and the Two Strings, which is the latest stop motion animated movie by Leica. It comes out August 19th. Yes. And Leica did Coraline. They did Nightmare Before Christmas, The Corpse Bride. If you've seen a stop motion animated full length film, it was probably Leica. And I know nothing about this movie besides that. And I I care because I really like stop motion animation. So I'm excited to see that they had another movie coming out. 
the uh, next movie we both have on our list is no and happens in November 4th and it is Doctor Strange uh, aka Benedict Cumberbatch in a silly goatee um, fake goatee and his, his chin merkin we will have to see how saturated we feel on superhero movies by this point because we would have seen three or four by uh, by this time granted some time has gone by um, but Doctor Strange is probably the more fantastical of any of the superheroes that we have seen to date. Um, and that's saying quite a bit. It's even more fantastical than um, Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, um, wouldn't have called that fantastical. Thor was more magical, I thought. That's, I, I, can see, I can see that. Um, but talking about realms and dimensions and space and the manipulation of reality uh doctor strange uh kind of takes that to a whole different level and i think we're both look and i'm really really looking forward to tilda swinton's performance in this as i i think she's playing the ancient one and it's apparently the goo from this age season of agent carter is tied into um doctor strange somehow interesting I don't know how. I don't know anything about Doctor Strange other than he breaks his hands and needs to have him fixed. Next on my list is Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, which comes out November 18th. Eddie Redmayne in something he's not going to win an Oscar for. With silly hair, and it's adorable silly hair. What I didn't realize until just recently is J.K. Rowling wrote the script. Hmm. And that made me more interested yeah, it, she. I, I think she owns this universe, and so um, having her write it will hopefully lend some credence and give it some continuity. Right, and it's directed by the guy who did the last couple of Harry Potter movies, and it's like magicians in 1920s America. And Do you know if this, well, I guess it's 1920s America, this takes place before Harry Potter. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because this is based off of one of his textbooks. Gotcha. So it was like cash in for Harry Potter. They wrote a couple of sample textbooks that they sold as a box set. And this is based off of one of those textbooks. So he wrote a textbook that supposedly Harry Potter did. So I'm interested in that. And of course, next, Rogue One. A Star Wars story, a.k.a. Disney, please take my money. Um, I know very little. I know a little bit about this story. It's about the Star Wars plans, how Princess Leia got the original Death Star plans and the bounty hunters that stole them or obtained them. And this is going to be that adventure. Um, Alan Tudyk's in it. Yes, Alan Tudyk. I wonder if he's going to be a pilot. Uh, I would venture that with Alan Tudyk, he may be a villain. Um, there hasn't been a lot revealed. There's been a couple of set photos, and that's really about it. Um, s- stuff is slowly starting to come out because they are in the middle of shooting, I believe. Um, yeah, they would be in the middle of shooting, and they'll probably finish up short. They're almost. They should almost be done. Um, but yeah. Uh, another Star Wars movie at the end of the year in December. And you have something that I had completely forgotten about. Okay, that's why I was surprised it wasn't on your list, because you really liked the book, I remember. Yeah. 
So, um, going back to how I really like Aza Butterfield, and I enjoyed this book, they're adapting Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children that comes out on December 25th. And it's being directed by Tim Burton, which seems right for the aesthetic of the book. But what I'm even most excited about is, do you know who they cast to play Miss Peregrine? Um, no, I don't remember. Eva Green mm. from from Penny Dreadful. Penny Dreadful. So that that should be very interesting. Alice and Janney's in it as well. Um, Samuel L. Jackson is in it. It it's got a really impressive cast and. Um, this is a Tim Burton movie, right? Yeah, Tim Burton is directing it, and and, and it's not starring Johnny Depp or Helena Bonham Carter. So neither one of them are being shown in this cast list. So they they Shocking. can still pop up. Shocking. But, um, between Eva Green and and Asa Butterfield, I'm really excited about this one. It's it's going to be interesting to have the. The Peculiar Children on screen. Yes, and that's it for the movies that we're looking forward to in for the rest of this year. There's this will be... probably others, yeah. but like for me, the way I picked my list is I went through that list of genre movies that are coming out this year. So any that are not genre, I wouldn't know about it. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, As we move on to television, this is going to be a little more... My, my list is fairly short. I tried to keep it as manageable as I could. Um, these are in actually in no particular order for me. Me neither. Um, in fact, uh, quite uh, many of the things are on both lists, and you cheated and you added Mr. Robot on your list I after you saw that, um, that. IO9 I, doesn't count that as a genre show, I guess, because it wasn't on its list of genre shows. That is interesting. Mr. Robot Season 2. I I am hesitantly excited because I have no idea how they're going to carry that momentum through right. another season. I think they're going to have to maybe twist, put, turn some uh, questions kind of on their head, and hopefully um, they will be able to keep up that momentum. Uh, luckily, the the seasons are the season is only like ten or eleven episodes, so they should be able to keep a pretty tight story. Right. Uh, the very first thing I have, or you have on your list, is Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, season two. Uh, another Netflix show. Uh, sorry, yeah. uh, one of many Netflix shows that we have on our list. Oh, yeah. The, there, um, there were a lot. I I really enjoyed that first season. It was yep. quirky and funny and awkward and enjoyable. Agreed. I did not put that on my list. Um you didn't put my next one on your list, nope. which I was surprised, which yep. is also Netflix. Yep. Daredevil season two. Yep. I want Electra. I, I don't want Punisher, but I guess I'll take him. I think that this will be a very telling season for Netflix's ability to keep the longevity of this Marvel thing alive. And so I am very hesitant to jump on this bandwagon quite yet because they, they hit, they've hit two home runs here with Jessica Jones and Daredevil and to be able to do that uh, for another season of Daredevil normally shows hit a sophomore slump in their second season and we'll see how Netflix does with Daredevil but he dresses like a devil now so it's gotta be better right? <laughs> Poss yes possibly um, 
the first thing I put on my list was Orphan Black. Which I also have on my list. Yeah. Season four. Yes. Um, this show has lasted quite a while, and I'm actually quite impressed that it's done as well as it has, and it's not as popular as it, as it did. Um, the first season was fantastic. The second season kind of kept that momentum go- going. Last season had some missteps in it, but it still had some fun episodes. And I'm really encouraged by what they did near the end of last season and where they have to go. Yeah, I think this season they'll go back kind of to the roots of focusing on all the main the main set of clones instead of trying to introduce subplot after subplot to just muddle things up. Yeah. And that'll that'll be good to get the, the sisters together again (laughs) and i really just hope they give felix a plot because he was just set decoration last season and that's sad because felix is the best is one of the best characters on that show um the next one on my list is a mini series that they that amc is going to air it's a bbc show called the night manager if it didn't start tom hiddleston would it be on your list no because i know absolutely nothing about it okay other than it's a miniseries and Tom Hiddleston would be on my TV. Mm. I think it's a mystery, maybe with sci-fi undertones. Interesting. It's an adaptation of a book. Okay. But Tom Hiddleston on the television. Very cool. Um, the next show I have on my list is one that we started watching and I've actually been pleasantly surprised by, which is Colony on USA um, Another USA show, Mr. Robot, is also a USA show. But Colony is a post-alien takeover US world. It feels like it feels like it's a world. We know a little bit about the show, having seen a couple of episodes of it so far. And it stars the guy who played Sawyer from Lost. Josh Holloway. Yes, who was one of my favorite characters from Lost. Um, it also has um, the now I, I can't remember Sarah anybody's Wayne Callies. Yes, we, for, we've swapped positions. Normally, I'm the one just calling them by their old character names. Yeah, uh, uh, the wife from The Walking Dead. Um, and I've the first the pilot wasn't as strong as the second and third episodes were, and but I'm actually looking forward to the rest of the season. Yeah, it it's hasn't hooked you yet. It's decent. I I just have so many questions about things they're not addressing. Like, what's on the other side of the wall? Are other people just living their lives normally, or are all the big cities surrounded by walls? Hmm. Uh, and I'm still not convinced the aliens are real. Yeah, that would be an interesting twist. Uh, the last two on my list are both ones with no release date, so I have no idea if they're coming out this yes. year. Um. The one that is likely to come out is Preacher. Hmm. That wasn't the one I thought you would pick as on AMC because from all I've heard is they've already finished filming it. Oh, they just haven't actually. Or they've filmed a bunch of it because I've seen screenshots and it stars Dominic Cooper. Yes. Um, who's also on Agent Carter? Who the, plays the dad Stark? Yeah, he plays Howard Stark. Howard Stark. Um, he's playing Jesse Custer, who's a disillusioned preacher who um, teams up with his girlfriend and a vampire. 
Um, yeah, they released a trailer in November. Yeah. But there's still no release date for it. Yeah. Um, but they are hunting for God. And one of his hunting buddies is a vampire, and he's played by... Um, I believe it's the annoying guy from... Yeah, Joseph Gilgan, the annoying guy from that British superhero show we watched. What? Misfits. There we go. Okay. I've been terrible at names of things the past few days. I don't even know why. Uh, but I read the first first volume of that comic. I never made it further than that just because I didn't have access to it. But it was a, an interesting idea. The other one that I have no idea when it's coming on is Westworld on HBO. Yes, which apparently they were in the middle of shooting the pilot and or finished shooting the pilot. They had filmed half the season. Oh wow, I didn't know and that. And they much. had to stop because the writers felt behind. Yes. Which doesn't typically bode well. Usually it means <laughs> things are getting rewritten to Yeah, but all I know is it's there's a theme park and it's western themed but all the people in the theme park are robots and you've never seen the original yul brenner movie no i have i know nothing except robots yeah that's and that's saving that that's causing my enthusiasm because westerns i hate yeah but robots it's a theme park where you go and you you live in the wild wild west and all of the inhabitants are robots so they're supposed to make the make it feel authentic for the visitors that are there so you go and you dress up but the um employee quote unquote employees are all robots i'm in because robots okay maybe that the theory that i've heard is that it will be hbo's new summer show as long as the writers can get it written the and that takes oh well, wow we so we finished your list and on my list is the next show that I have is American Gods again I because know. I think I've I've put this on my can't wait for it to come out for like the last two years as we've heard rumors of when it's coming out they have cast Shadow yes and that is a a good thing but I still don't think it's coming out this year I think Comic Con will get the full cast okay. I think they'll film the pilot maybe in the fall. Okay. And at best, we'll have it next winter. Um, HBO has never done a pilot. Oh no, 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 you're right. Has Stars did Stars debut um, its shows at Comic Con? No. Okay. The only show I maybe Outlander they did, but it wasn't like a panel thing. I think they might have done it offsite. Ah, okay. So it'll be interesting if they do something like that. Um, The next show I have was is is a is a Netflix show called Stranger Things, which is about a kidnapped boy and the conspiracy surrounding him, and it kind of follows his parents. Supposedly, this is also going to be a supernatural thriller. and I was kind of intrigued, again, because it's Netflix, and they've so far done really, really good with first seasons. And that's what made it intriguing for me. Uh, going back to American Gods, IMDb has a release date of 2017. Interesting. I think you're waiting another year. Possibly. I, I mean, they've cast Ricky Whittle as Shadow, but there's still lots of casting to do and filming, right. and they 
film the whole season before they air it. I'm not holding my breath on that one because I would die. (laughs) The last show on my list is Sense8, season two. Um, And I don't actually know if that's going to come out this year either because the rumor was that it was going to slated to come out and the it got picked up late if i remember correctly it got renewed for a second season because the fans were like we really really like the show we really really like the show it wasn't until like october right uh, that they announced it yeah and then it finally got picked up the one saving grace that i think this show has is because by nature the wachowskis shot it all together and as because it's a giant jigsaw puzzle it all gets shot that way and so it would mean that if they got their shooting done fairly quickly it could be in time for this year and those are the shows we're looking forward to in 2016 and maybe 2017 i yeah i think some of them might be 2017 and then I'm going to do a quick rundown of some books that I'm excited about. i so behind in life and everything. But um, there are several series that are ending this year. And therefore, Book I, I know they are coming out and I am excited for them. Uh, Marissa Meyer's Lunar Chronicles series ended in December with winter. But she has a book of... Um, companion short stories coming out this month called stars above that i'm excited about apparently there's going to be a um at least one story that's a where did they end up like this a continuation of the story just like where are they now kind of thing um and then she also has another book coming out november 8th called heartless which is about queen of hearts from alice in wonderland so she's sticking to those uh, fair, fairy tale retellings, um, but with a twist. So I really enjoy her writing, and I'm interested to see where she takes that. I am also looking forward to The Winner's Kiss by Marie Rykowski, which is the final uh, book in that series. It comes out March 29th. What's the name of the series? Of course you would ask me that. It's The Winner's something or other. Um, the first the book, Winner's Hug. The first book was called The Winner's Shrug. The Winner's Curse. Winner's so High Five. That may be the name of the series. Let me check. Goodreads is a handy dandy. The Winner's Really? Uh, that sounds dirty. That should not be called that. It's just called The Winner's Trilogy. Okay. Winning. Because the first book was The Winner's Curse. And the second one was The Winner's Crime, and the last one is The Winner's Kiss. Nice. And then um, I am interested in getting the final book in Mary E. Pearson's recent trilogy called The Beauty of Darkness. I don't have a release date for that. I want to say it's May. And then The Fifth Wave, the final book in that series, which I'm hoping is better than the second book, because the second book was not good. Uh, the Last Star comes out May 24th. And then finally, a graphic novel by Lucy Kinsey, Kinsley called Something New that I have been really looking forward to since I heard about it. It is about her planning her wedding, which 
is not sci-fi or anything <laughs> like that, but it is something I'm currently going through. Very cool. And I've seen um, snippets of it that have been posted and to promote it, and I'm like, I want to read this, and it will be stress-relieving and and fun. And those are the books that I know of that are coming out this year that yeah. I'm looking forward to. It's going to. to be a very busy year. Yes. Yeah. We might see a lot more movies this year than we did last year. Yeah, and yeah. hopefully, hopefully, all fingers and toes crossed, I won't be severely disappointed in all of them <laughs> like I was last year. Well, I'm not going to... I know that there's some things that I more than definitely won't be disappointed in. The Star Wars movie, I probably won't be disappointed in. It'll be a different Star Wars movie. I think that'll be fun. Um, and... I think that's the Civil War I'm a little anxious about. Um, but I think overall that looks like it will be good. I think, I mean, I have fairly high expectations because Winter Soldier was so good. Right. But at the same time, they're tempered by the fact that I know exactly how much stuff is crammed into this movie. So I'm leaving my, my bar. Like If someone gives Bucky a hug... Then the movie wins. <laughs> that that's my bar. Alright. I just Bucky needs a hug. And I don't care who it is. And we'll see if we can get another podcast uh later this week on some stuff. On some stuff? On some stuff. Can I just talk about Agent Carter and how awesome she is? That wasn't on either of our lists. And no, I mentioned it at the beginning. I didn't put anything that had already started. Oh, I did. Uh that's why I put um Colony, you sorry, you missed your opportunity. I would have done the magicians because I was excited about that, and like I said, Lucifer. But I'd already seen the, the show, pilot. not the deity. Yes, <laughs> you know, I I've had to avoid buying so much supernatural merchandise because if I wore it to work like a scarf or something, they'd all be like Satanist. <laughs> it, it, really? No, I'm protecting myself from demons yeah. and keeping warm. Yes. But no, yeah. no supernatural scarves for me. Oh well. Okay. Well, um, hopefully we'll have a uh, an episode later this week. Um, where can people find you on the internet? I my presence online is generally work related, so nowhere. Um, I am occasionally at work for Mandroid on Twitter. And then working for the mandroid.com is a very quiet website where maybe one day when I can breathe again, we will post things besides the podcast notes. Yeah. And I am at Fern Borrego, and you can find me on Twitter at Fern Borrego, like I just said. And uh, that's all we have for today. Let's go eat some pie. Okay. Okay. Bye. Bye. The next one.